Friends beyond the binary, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, and my patron peeps. What up, patron peeps? It's Scoots here. I'm here to say thanks, patron peeps. Uh, hey, are you up all night tossing, turning, mind racing, trouble getting to sleep, trouble staying asleep? Well, welcome. This is Sleep With Me, the podcast that puts you to sleep. We do it with a bedtime story. All you need to do is get in bed, turn out the lights, and press play. I'm going to do the rest. What I'm going to attempt to do is create a safe place where you could set aside whatever's keeping you awake, whether it's uh, you know thoughts you're thinking about from the past, the present, or the future. It could be you know anti- positive anticipatory thoughts or all those other thoughts that... Uh, so many of us are familiar with it could be feelings related to the thoughts or feelings that are just there it could be physical sensations it, it could be something mysterious or it could be something situational time temperature routine maybe work the second or the third shift oh boy talk how about this one this is one i don't think in over a thousand episodes i've ever mentioned unreliable curtains that's what i experienced this morning and i said to my i didn't say this to my curtains but i said you know i've come to rely on you and suddenly uh and the curtain said actually it's not our fault this is speaking for my curtains representing uh the curtains uh your honor Okay, go ahead. Uh, go ahead with your opening. We're actually we're in the middle of a sleep podcast. We're not even in the middle of it. We're just barely starting it. Well, Your Honor, I'd just like to say that uh, we, the curtains, were there dangling from our rod in a normal position. It was the wind, and uh, now to be honest, Your Honor, I'm not sure if the blinds were open or closed, but there's also a set of blinds involved in this. But the window was fully open, and we were only flapping in the breeze. Now, we know it was about the sun came up early because of the time of year it is, and that the sunlight did beam directly on Scooter's face in a like in, in a Morse code way because we were flapping. But that was not our intention, and it was not under our control. Uh, so we rest our—that's all we have to say. Okay, thank you, uh, Curtains. Can Scooter get back to the podcast intro, please? Sure. Whatever's keeping you awake. Could be something else, but, like, that could just be a metaphor or actual unreliable curtains uh, or an unreliable situation, a situation that causes your normally extremely responsible and reliable curtains to flap without their control. I think we just built some, and I mean, yeah, I'm not saying, I, I guess I was saying I couldn't rely on you and I'm sorry. I, I made a mistake there. If there's something I could do to make it better, I apologize. I was wrong. It was not your fault. You're unreliable. It was a situation. And I'd like to talk more about it when I'm not trying to start a sleep podcast. If, and also if you're sentient curtains though, whoa, whoa, whoa. Hmm, a little wrinkle in the curtain here, because if you are sentient curtains, uh, I think, uh, Your Honor, I rest my case. Uh, just, you know, Scooter, we can't infer anything from that, uh, even though you seem to be inferring that because sentient curtains 
are sentient, they should be able to control themselves in the breeze. Sorry, Your Honor, before you start quibbling with my argument, I got to get back to this sleep podcast. So whatever's keeping you awake, I'd like to take your mind off of that. And what I propose to do is I'm going to send my voice across the deep, dark night. I'm going to use a lulling, soothing, creaky, dulcet tones, pointless meanders, and superfluous tangents, all to take your mind off of stuff and keep you company while you fall asleep. Now, if you're new, there's a lot of uh, stuff to fill you in on because this podcast, one, is very different. It's not everybody's cup of tea, but for the listeners it works for, it does take two or three tries to get used to the show. And I'm going to explain some of those things uh, right now. But one of the reasons, uh, the most important thing is you getting the sleep you need and deserve. And that's why I make the show is because you deserve a good night's sleep. You deserve a safe place where you can rest in bedtime, where you don't have any rigmarole or dread. Like where you could say, ah, and get comfortable and drift off and get some rest. So I hope I can provide that for you because you deserve it. You deserve a good night's sleep. It's that simple. If you get the sleep you need, your life's going to be a little bit better, a little bit more manageable. You'll be on the road to flourishing, and our world will be a better place. The other side of it is I've, I've also been there. Went to bed a little bit too late last night, and then I had this flap in sunlight in my face waking me up early. So, I, you know, it, but I dealt with other stuff, too. You know, I've been there. Tossing, turning, mind racing, trouble getting to sleep, trouble staying asleep. So I know how it feels. So that's why I make the show. I know how it feels. You deserve a place where you can at least say, well, at least I got this sleep podcast nonsense to take my mind off of stuff and keep me company. So that's the first part of the show. The second thing that takes some getting used to is that this is a podcast you don't really listen to. As you can see, uh, I tend to go off topic early and often. The show is always running and never gets started. So it kind of is like a situation where it's not between 5 and 6 in the morning and your, your curtains is flapping in the breeze. But one of those times you're sitting there drinking a you know lemonade or an Arnold Palmer or just nice water. And, you know, you probably have those like, uh, what are those things called? Those linen clothes on. And, and then the curtains are flapping with an ocean breeze or a harbor breeze. And you say, oh boy, I could watch, I'm just going to sit here sipping my cold drink and watching those curtains flapping in the breeze. You're kind of barely watching them, right? You're not going to say, what, what did you do all day? Well, you definitely wouldn't say this to another person. Watch the curtains flap in the breeze all day long. Yeah, I make a sleep podcast. So, oh, okay. Because I thought if you just did that otherwise, it'd say, huh. I've watched curtains for four or five minutes before, and you'd say to them, well, the key is just barely paying attention. You kind of look at the curtains or listen to the podcast just like you were watching clouds go by. And then it's kind of soothing if you hold it loosely. Now, if you're waiting for it to get started or trying to figure out some meaning or whatever, yeah, it can be tough. That's why it takes two or three tries. It takes two or three eight-hour shifts to get used to looking at curtains flapping in the breeze all day long. And you realize they're not just flapping, they're dancing. (laughs) 
Sorry, that was a bit, uh, it's true though. So it's, uh, it's a podcast that takes some getting used to to not listen to it. Also, the show does not put you to sleep. It keeps you company while you fall asleep, which is a little bit different. I'm here to take your mind off of stuff so you can drift off. I'm here to be your companion, your boar bay, your boar cuz, your boar sib, your boar bestie, your boar bruh. Uh, to be here, whether you're awake or asleep. I'm here so that you don't have to listen to me, but you can if you need to. So if you can't sleep, I'll be here to the very end. But if you're asleep, I'll be here to the very end. I'll be talking either way. And even if you set a sleep timer, in some sense, somewhere in the world, I'm still talking. So those are two things that it takes some getting used to. The structure of the show is also different. It's very intentional. But the show, So the show starts off with a greeting, friends beyond the binary, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls. So you feel welcome, you feel seen, and you say, this person is trying to establish a safe place, uh, probably imperfectly, but, uh, you know, they're doing their best. And so that's then there's a support for listeners and support for the show. So support, you know, options for you, support for our community and then support for the show. So the show can be free and come out twice a week. Then there's the intro. So the intro starts, I don't know, six to eight minutes into the show, runs till 20 minutes or so into the show. And this is the business throws people off, but the intro really can throw you off because some people. I don't know, they combine that all into one segment in their mind. But it's two distinct segments. Uh, the, 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 the intro is meant to help you start your wind down. It explains what the podcast is, but it takes me forever because I get distracted by whatever, you know, I, I got interrupted by curtain court. And, you know, this is my first time in curtain court. I think I did pretty good, especially when I said there's a wrinkle in your, you know, curtain. You know, that was that was probably one of the highlights of my existence, actually. You say, Scoots, when did you come up with your best pun accidentally? And I'd say when I was in curtain court. And they'd say with Jane, Cur- Jane Curtin runs a court. And I'd say if she did, I would be I would be there in a second. I would love to see. I think I've seen Jane Curtin in uh, playing a judge before. If not, I would like to see that. Uh, welcome to Curtin Court. Uh, or I guess you'd call it Curtin's Court. But I don't think that would be a very good. I don't know if there's a lot of apostrophe S's on TV. Is there? I don't think there is. is there, what shows? Uh, I'm sure there is, but I got to keep moving with this intro. This is why, this is why, how the intro works. They go off topic again. I mean, how can you pass up a word like curtain, curtain's court? Uh, one day I'll be in curtain's court and my curtain will be the, like I say, oh boy, I'm in trouble now. Wrong curtain. I thought this was Jane curtain's court, not my bedroom curtain's court. So, oh, so so the intro goes on and on and on. So at first you could be like, if you're new, you might be like, when's the show start? What is this? Is this just superfluous uh, housekeeping? And I say, no, this is a show within a show. And about two or three percent of listeners start the show at 20 minutes. A few thousand people listen to story only episodes on Patreon. But for the majority of listeners... The intro is part of their wind-down routine, not their fall-asleep routine. There might be another 5% of listeners that are falling asleep right now. That's terrific. But for most listeners, the intro eases them into bedtime, or they're doing some sort of other activity, getting ready for bed or doing something relaxing to kind of wind down. 
So that's why the intro goes on and on and on. Because at least for most of us, there's never been some sort of instant snap-your-fingers sleep solution. And so for me, what I've discovered personally and through the podcast is, yeah, it takes a little bit of time to ease me into bedtime. I can't just put my head down and fall asleep. So the intro is here to slowly go through that process in a way where you say, oh, wait a second, I don't have to listen to him. He's misexplaining his own podcast for the thousandth and fifteenth time or whatever. And I say, that's what I'm here for. for. This is our first visit to Curtin's Court that I know about, though. So that's the intro. Then there's business between the intro and the show. Again, intentional so that the podcast can come out for free twice a week versus being a part of a paid service. And then there's a thank you. Oh, then there'll be our story. Tonight will be a little coverage of The Good Place, a couple episodes of The Good Place, season two. But don't worry if you've never seen it before or you're unfamiliar. It'll be like more like a dream of uh, some dream, you know, the, the uh, Soul Squad. And then there's thank yous at the end. So that's the structure of the show. That's why I make the show. And I'm really glad you're here. I can only tell you the advice of hundreds of thousands of people which say this podcast is very different. It's a bit strange and ridiculous. So give it a few tries and see how it goes. And I can also tell you, like, I really hope and I really yearn and I strive. I really hope I can help you fall asleep. Thanks again for coming by. And here's the ways I'm able to be here for you free twice a week. All right, everybody, it's Scoots here. We're talking Season 2, Episode 6 of The Good Place, Janet and Michael. And this is a really, really good episode, a real contained episode, I think, or at least I thought that to myself. I'm not sure if I'm actually correct. And kind of a like a two character. There's there's some uh, what do you call that when people show up? Uh, I don't know, but I really really enjoyed this episode. So let's get to it. It starts with uh, from my notes a slow zoom out from Janet's eyes. Really tight shot. Uh, she is wearing pearl earrings. We notice or I noticed um, white tie, white bow tie. Shirt and vest. So she's kind of a, a Janet. And I said, uh, it makes sense afterwards. We say, oh, that's why. But at first I said, huh, that's interesting. Have I seen Janet in an all white, um, not a tuxedo, because there's no, what is that thing called? Uh, just suit coat or whatever the heck they call that thing. And then in the background, we see Michael sneak in. We're in some sort of void, a white void or a void of color. Michael sneaks uh, around, but Janet catches him. She says, hello, news or never. My notes, you know, once again, my handwriting is P's nose three seconds. So press nose for three seconds. Uh, we see Janet spin and roll. Really nice effects. Seems like a practical effect. Is there was there ever a group called Practical Effects? Have I thought about that before? We got effects. We got practical effects. We got effects uh, in our movie film. We have practical effects. Check one. Check two. Uh, but I don't even know if these are practical effects because I practically know nothing about effects. Uh, I got lucky on a pun there. 
Michael sneaks around. Hello. Three second press rolls. Janet, we're out. Roll. Janet here out. Janet, we're out. Uh, she rolls. She slides. She spins. And then we're at, we cut to a new scene, or I don't know, we transition. I'll look at this thing in a second. And we're in the Bad Place Bank office headquarters place. What does that say? Oh, Risky, Bad Janet. So, so basically, we'll talk about the scene because it's coming up. Michael has this good place, Janet. And they say, that sounds risky, Michael. And I don't know if he gives, oh, he says, well, you can't teach, you can't teach a good, bad Janet to be good because then they, he shows her and he says, say some nice things. And she, uh, she turns into lava, but not the kind of like lava that's non-functioning lava, uh, melts like ice cream. That's what I said on the next play page. Use a good one. Um, Sean says, then uh, Michael office at end of last. Uh, oh, then we go to the Michael's current office in the uh, the new bad place. What is the place called? The new bad place is what I'd call it. That's the first album by Practical Effects, too. Uh, but Michael's office at the end, we pick up like right where the last episode uh, started. We'll read some dialogue coming up here. Fun fact. Uh, What's carving? What's craving? What's caring? Nose use mound, okay? Let's get standard chap 20. Uh, oh, chapter 20 is the episode. Let's get standard. And then I had to put a big star because, oh boy, was this a treat for me. It was uh, the first time because you know I've made a I've made a lot of well I've, I don't know how much I've speculated on the air but I've like looked and thought about Michael's office and and I'm probably calling them incorrectly French doors but the two doors and I said what is outside of Michael's office and for the first time that I can remember which is probably not the first time his doors his office doors are open our camera or our viewpoint is from the outside of his office against ivy walled uh, walls and it's kind of the thing you do like at least if I had that office uh, like I would open those doors to, when I was on a call to do some pacing and I think Michael is pacing but it's when he's talking to Janet then Vicky rolls up uh Ever ready, she go, covers for it, rest. And then she says, no, you got to do that down, down, out code. I wish I knew that code, the famous code from the game, up, down, up, down, left, right, left, right, start, select. I think there's like A, B, there's, that's definitely not all of it. Uh, even cheat codes, for, for speaking as a dyslexic uh like cheat codes are tough, um, but was it was that what was the one for Mario Brothers? Was Mario Brothers you could get unlimited lives? Did you have to do a cheat code, or was it something you just did for like the first or second? Oh, I think it was like the first or second. Uh, you you just did a certain thing and hit a certain thing, and you got unlimited. You got like marshmallow. What are those things called? Not marshmallows, mushrooms. Uh, has anyone ever saw instead of I feel like a woman, I feel like a Koopa Trooper? I guess I feel like a woman. I feel like a Koopa Trooper. 
I'm not supposed to really sing at all, though. That is more of a sing-songing. Okay, so Vicky says you do the cheat code. And uh, Michael says, hey, could you leave me alone here? I'm in the middle of something. Could you go work with Cheaty? Vicky says, sure. Mint ice cream. Sweater. Oh, her ice cream. Her 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 sweater is a color of uh, not of mint ice cream, but of uh, archetypal mint ice cream. Then we go back to the office. Uh, first test. Michael gets at some point he has Janet's manual. And he has to do run a diagnostic test. He does something and, and her he looks in one of her ears and a prism comes out comes out the other side. He takes her temperature. There's a great joke there. Still no BP. Power for record. Oh, pause. So yeah, we got a pause it coming up here. So let's run the tape here. We start in Janet's eyes. We pull out. She has a let's say a one eighth smile. Smirk-esque, uh, Michael sneaks in, like a cartoon style, touches the back of the wall, goes around Janet. She says hello. He jumps, tells her to be quiet. I guess because he's sneaking around the good place. That's not a good idea. To activate your Janet, press the nose for three seconds. Can you walk yet? Then he spins her, kind of like she's on a Lazy Susan or whatever that thing is with the food. Then he pushes her and like she has wheels, though we don't see any wheels, but I don't, I don't know. Is it a practical effect? Janet warehouse doors open. Another Janet slides into place. Door closes. And now we're at the office. Uh, how'd you get a good place? Janet, uh, neutral pocket dimension beneath the shapeless time void next to accounting, eh? You just took a Janet, uh, you have to do anything? Doors were unlocked and no security because they're trusting the good place people. And uh, why did you need them? Was, so we could use a bad place Janet. This is risky. Michael calls a bad place Janet. Bad Janet. She says a few things that aren't so nice. Uh, he says, can you pretend you're a good Janet, please? Uh, she says, fine. She actually tries. You want some delicious ice cream? Yeah, we got a, I, there's a wonderful parlor and the Rocky Road is a great flavor. Chocolate ribbon, marshmallows. I've never, here's an honest thing. I've never given a Rocky Road ice cream a fair chance. Uh, maybe this, maybe that'll change this summer when I'm recording this, uh, or this fall. What better time to start Rocky Road than the fall, not the summer scoots? You know, we're a new, what about if I turn over a new leaf? That'll be my New Year's resolution. Eat some Rocky Road. And then, okay, so we jump to the, so this is at uh, about about two and a half minutes in. They jump to the end of the last episode. Okay, so you're glitching uh, because uh, and the neighborhood's in trouble. Mathematically, it could implode, could explode. What are the odds? Okay, Michael says, next question is, uh, what's causing the problem? Unclear, but uh, it's escalating, and I wanted your help, uh, and uh, you look irritated, and here we are. Michael says, okay, this is not good. This is when he goes, doesn't go to his windows yet. Now he goes up to Janet. Let's do a full diagnostic. She sticks her finger in her nose. It gets stuck. 
but then we realize that she's getting out her manual, which comes out her nose. Not a practical effect, I would hope. Uh, and Michael says, okay, let's get started. Then the episode starts. Good Place, uh, Chapter 20. Then we see Blue Sky. Oh, this is it. The, the, I don't know what the time is. Uh, 1858 left in the episode on Netflix. Uh, we go from blue sky and clouds down along an ivy wall to Michael's office. He's reading her manual by sunlights. And what a great, wow, shot I've been waiting to see my whole life. Uh, we see even stuff on Michael's wall that I haven't looked at. Uh, some sort of uh, quote and some more pictures. So at least shots that I remember. You know, plant that starts with the word S, uh, like a web-based being. And they talk about the glitching. Vicky's like, what's up with that? Uh, Janice says, see? And she goes, come on, just reset it. Uh, we don't got time for this, Michael. Quit, you know, uh, messing around. Uh, he says, yeah, let's go out to the waiting room. Got this under control. Vicky says, what happened at the party with the earring in the car? And uh, I'm going to have to tell on you, you know, that you're incompetent. Uh you're begging me to tell on you. Vicky, temporary. Don't worry about it. Go deal with Cheaty. Get him, you know, bug him. Oh, she goes, I love that. Uh, got a great idea. And uh, later it's paid off. Acupuncture type, acupuncture related, but not exactly. And very funny. Michael sends her out. Uh, okay, hopefully we got a few minutes here. Okay, glitches. He's looking through the back of the thing. Run the following tests. Corporal function. That's like where we see the ear prism, which is cool. It's got Roy G. I mean, it's more than a prism we've ever seen. And then they take her temperature, old school thermometer. Obviously, it's on like some sort of Kelvin type scale. Uh, still, still not a girl, basically. Summoning and retrieval. Okay, has Janet produce an object using the random object generator? So he brings it up. Oh, wait, we already got a... I'm going to do some professional level pausing. No, it's only professional because making a podcast is my job, but... Uh, okay, a little bit different than pausing. Um, okay, here we go. Two trucks. So there's a random object generator. has three wheels with random stuff. Uh, Twelve... Something, 12 liters of tangerine juice, 2 trillion interlocking pentagonal coins, a 1-800th scale, pewter statue of the former NBA legend, Pat, can't, Pat Laver maybe, glued to, basted on, tapped, stacked on top of, a nine-piece patio set from a furniture store, Silly Monkey, a 1658-one scale, something about backstory. Let's see if I can see any more here. 410-millimeter tons of corrugated cardboard, one otter whisker. I love looking at this stuff. I'm trying to. Okay, uh... Women's uh, Bolton Bolton Wanderers sweatpants. Uh, 
ostrich stake, uh, oil painting, 26 by 30 of a chart detailing the average monthly rainfall. Okay, and then he stops on the second wheel. Blended into a smoothie, resting precariously on the apex of something. And uh, on a stick, giant novelty pencil that says, Lordy, Lordy, I'm over 40, autobiography. Pages 224, 229 of David Lee Lee Ross biography, Crazy from the Heat. I tried to, I I thought at one point I would do a Twitter where I just uh, tweeted out pages from that book. This was before the podcast. An Easter Island head dressed like Glenn Gleek uh, from the all-new Super Friends Hour. So she has a, she just needs a stake on it. Um, pencil, Lordy, Lordy, I'm over forty. She does it, no problem. Perfect. Michael says. Third taste, third test, informational accuracy. Glitches may be a sign. Michael pauses. You didn't finish your sentence. That Janet is processing or disseminating information that is incompatible with objective truth. Uh, Janet actually raises an eyebrow barely. They're talking about lying, Janet. Uh, Michael sits down his backs to her. This is my fault. I told you a lie. The first day we met, we go back to his, uh, his desk. Oh, boy. It's in the bank. Uh, it's a big desk. There's three people watching as Michael talks here. He just puts down his coffee or whatever they drink there. His big uh, architect's desk. Janet's standing there. He says, okay, here goes nothing. Activates her by pressing her nose for three seconds. She puts on her usual garb of her purple dress and bluish diamond blouse. Uh, hey, I'm Michael. I'm a good place architect. That's a lie. One. I'm one of the best, top-notch, you're in luck. Happy to meet you, Michael. I'll make you the perfect neighborhood. You want to get started? One small note, Janet. Uh, neighborhood I want to build is going to be different than the ones you're trained to do. And she calls him a silly Billy as they talk about, you know, neighborhood types of stuff and facts. Uh, everything is up to you. If you want me to stop calling you a silly Billy, just say so. Okay, yeah, no, Michael's fine. Sounds good. They shake hands. They go back. I lied to you. I lied about what we were doing. He stands up, faces her, lied a billion more times to support the first lie. And now you're discombobulated. Really, I forgot how heart-touching this episode is. Uh... If the glitching were only a result of you lying to me, wouldn't I have been glitching the whole time? Why would it start now, Janet says. Michael says, wait a second. Good point. Then Tahani and Jason come in. Hey, we've been trying to call J- Janet. Uh, you know, but she's offline. Well, she'll be back soon. Jason's like, yeah, I'm excited. Tahani's, you know, we want to have some jalapeno poppers and... She's never had them, but, you know, if Jason wants some, you know, lovey-dovey type stuff, uh, I can finally admit we're a couple. Oh, boy, that's so sweet. Uh, And Michael's like, wait a second, what? Uh, He can't believe it. Janet, can you help us? Uh, She goes, as soon as I'm back online, I'll I'll get you that happy gift for you, Tahani. And then everything, like, everything falls away. And they end up in a like a kind of a black void. 
or yeah, there's nothing. They're just floating in space. Jason can't believe it. He thinks somebody did something. What's up with that? Uh, we cut to commercial. They're back in the void. Michael, what do we do? They're back again to his office. Everything's back to normal. Oh, nothing to worry about. Uh, perfectly normal. Now get out of here. Is Janet going to be okay? Yeah, totally fine. We'll show up with a jalapeno popper soon. Some cheese fries. Cool. Donkey sauce in a, sauce in a cool hat. Uh, then Michael looks up a structural anomaly. It's just, just limited to this building. Uh, that's the good news. Bad news? Janet's, oh, that's Janet says, uh, losing permanence or something uh, could end existence. Michael says, okay, let's talk about this. Jason and Tahani come in. They've revealed that they're in a relationship. Uh, and Janet says, I, I knew it. I'm so happy for them. But then she has like a penny spewing, uh, which I think is a combination of practical effects and computer effects. And it's really funny. And she spews a lot of pennies. Michael says, tell me a lie. Janet's can't lie. And he goes, yeah, you lied to Vicky. She goes, oh, yeah. I guess after 802 reboots, I've uh, gained the ability to lie. Okay, let me try lying again. Love your outfit, Michael. And then a sub, like a 10-foot sub, it shows up on Michael's desk. He brushes off the um, manual, looks through it. It's incompatible with objective truth. Problem isn't me lying to you. It's you lying to other people. Like when you said to Jason, I'm happy to help you and Tahani. That was a lie. No, it wasn't, Michael. Always happy to help you. He says, okay, so they go back and forth. Also, there's another tea set that maybe I've identified and maybe I haven't before. Below, the, like, the head of the, the guy that founded the good place or whatever, you know, stuff here. But it's like a turquoise tea set. Uh he says, okay, you bonded, you were married with Jason and you bonded with him. So I think you're in love with him deep down. And Janet's like, no, that's impossible. And Michael goes, okay, let's back up. Let's go through the glitches. Uh, she goes, first one was when I was going to give them couples therapy. Second glitch, when I said I was happy to see them hugging. And the third glitch, uh, when I was happy to help them improve their relationship. Oh, dear. And she says, yeah, I am happy for them, all right? I am, I am, I am. I am not. I am not. I am not happy for them. Oh, goodness, she gasps. Uh, she goes, how is that possible? I don't even remember being married to Jason. And he goes, well, if Janet's get more sophisticated, maybe falling in love with Jason is a, like something else that's amplified with every reboot. And she's like, well, okay, well, and then you gotta, uh, then you got to reboot me, like shut me down. And Michael clear, he says, uh, she goes, come on, like, uh, shut me down. He's like, I'm not going to reboot you. She goes, no, total, like, uh, reset, uh, total shutdown, like a minor meltdown mode, but major, there's a major mole mode in that minor meltdown invent of continued malfunction, hold down Janet's nose and insert paper clip, uh, right here. And then, like, uh, she'll be marbleized. Oh, yeah, we do. We've seen this uh, in season four. Uh, and you can send her through space or have a midday stack. Uh, I'm high in potassium, like a banana. And then hopefully you get back to normal with another Janet. Uh, but Michael's eyes are wide. 
She goes, not me, though. I'll be a marble in space, but you'll be back to normal. Two thumbs up. We slow zoom on Michael. Cut to commercial. And let's go through my uh, notes real quick. Let's see. So we got uh, Michael, silver bow tie, flashback coffee, Michael, Janet, workers watching along, one long nose press, fully activated. Good place, one of the best, top-notch, uh, regular necktie. No, Michael's wearing a regular necktie when he's working in the bad place. No silly billy. Black pocket square, checked suit, uh, or checked sport coat, maybe. Tahani and Jason, hi, guys. I'm broken. Jalapeno poppers, Janet's face, uh, we're together. Who's whom, whom, whom? World parrots uh, flies away. Back to Black Void, back to office, send them out. Uh, glitch, limited to this area, let's walk there. Crazy fact, uh, Penny Spew, giant sub, you're lying to other people. That was Teapot. Uh, say, what now in love uh, you bonded to? No, impossible. When was first glitch? Second glitch? Three. Oh, nuts. I am. I am nuts. No memory. You falling in love. Can't reboot. Shut it down. Paperclip. Small hole. Midday snack like banana. Now, Janet, everything back to normal. Michael face. Uh. Once you see, adios, Janito, cheaty, little busy, accounting, feet to don't, uh, know what to tell you, marbleize me, Janet, Janet, town square, custard's last stand, panicata de vida, uh, a view from, uh, a few pud men, uh, I thought I saw putting that, uh, last putting out, last putting int. Oh, I couldn't figure that one out. Last putting int, international pudding, all was putting, putting work, uh, Puddington Bear, boys in the pud. Maybe it was Puddington Bear, all way pudding work, work, uh, Michael passed a stress way out on a limb. All alone you have me. Can't unheralded. Can't understand. Try me. Frozen yogurt's just okay. Perfect. Uh, bring in the residents. Office. Janet knows paperclip. Can't do it. Bad for the plan. That's the reason. Escape. Uh, not Janet. What if Vicky... Why reasons, uh, they exist. Uh, no, we're friends. Uh, darn it all. You're my friend. Uh, something oldest trusted friend. Important glasses off, uh, throws paperclip four forty three left to uh, wipes his eyes. Janet's face on that scene. Four forty three with left in the episode. Sits down well, good. Uh, 
Sink closes eyes with glee. Smirk. Janet smirks, closes his eyes with glee. Come on. Claps another way. Emotion. Productive human. Can't. Uh, uh, oh, our most emotionally problematic human. Cut to Eleanor's face. Mind blown. Too much information, though Jason's a straight hottie. Not a person. You kind of are. It sucks. Uh, Get drunk, go dancing, listen to No Doubt. Oh, kind of like being around magnets. Then on the rebound, bad idea. You're awesome, just a blip. Go get it, girl. I'll go get everything. So glad. World finds, go to my void for a while. Janet out, comes back, uh, back, uh, Dandelion one suit, uh, no, Derek in his one suit. Uh, lots of action with Derek, uh, lots of uh, great physical comedy. Michael's face, he's stunned. And uh, I think the episode closes. Let's run through the tape here. Michael's looking through the um, thing. We get a nice view of Michael's office. Uh, doing my Janet saying, you know, adios, Janito, you know, I got to take care of the neighborhood, not just my feelings for Jason. Chidi comes in. He's been getting acupuncture from Vicky. He's like, come on, you got to do something for me. They're kind of ignoring him. He's got an amazing shirt on. Uh, Worth checking out. Uh, Definitely uh, great. Marbleize me, Michael. It's the only choice. I'm not going to feel anything. She starts chanting. It's funny. But it's not. He goes, yeah, I don't want to do this, Janet. But I suppose, you know, this is uh, logical. She goes, get a paper clip. Michael goes over, looks at it. He looks at a spoon. Oh, and I guess the spoon was because, okay, so they said the pudding shop. Uh, and he goes, I don't know about this. So this, uh, he goes, it's all wrong. Pudding restaurants, that doesn't even make any sense. He's not, it's not going to work. And she says, relax, Michael, I can't. Uh, my design has to be perfect to get these humans uh, to accomplish what I need to accomplish. He's got a really nice tie. I can't even describe it because it's beyond my, he's on a limb. She goes, I can help you. Just tell me what you need. Uh, and he goes, yeah, but I'm afraid to tell you because I don't want to reveal my plan. You might not understand it. That's when she says, try me. First, he writes her off, but he goes, okay. Uh, Janet, what's a food people think they enjoy, but it's kind of a bummer? Frozen yogurt. He goes, holy cow. You're a genius. And uh, collapse her sides. uh, And he goes, let's do this. No more pudding. All frozen yogurt. So we get to the okie dokie and we get to the yogurt, 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 yogurt acres. You want to try it? Okay, so he keeps the spoon. I mean, it is a pivotal moment in the neighborhood and their relationship, clearly. It's not bad or whatever. Oh, boy, I'm happy you're happy, Michael. He's smiling. We cut back. He says, oh, sorry. Um, And he goes to do it. He's in this checked suit or sport coat with gray thing that Janet says that does not work. That's why I said... uh, the sub showed up because I said it looked good on you. But he said, I can't do it. It's because I got it. I need you for the plan. She says, that doesn't make any sense. Uh, 
if it's about the plan, you got to self, you know, you got to marbleize me. So he keeps making excuses. Uh, you know, four humans. I said we were going to escape, uh, so we need you to get out of here. We'll never make it without you. She goes, yeah, the, no, the new Janet will be able to help you with that. Uh, he goes, oh, well, okay, what is Vicky then? Yeah, can't let Vicky find out. She goes, why are you making it a big deal? This shouldn't, you know, you're from the bad place. She doesn't say that, but, you know. And uh, he goes, there's reasons I don't want to have to explain it to you. And he finally says it. The reason is friends. And there's a kind of slight slow zoom on Michael. Shakes his head a couple of times. He goes, you're my friend. Just so beautiful. I mean, this is like season four uh, coming early a little bit. So he goes, yeah, he just can't do it. Uh, you know, I had to do all those reboots and our relationship got deeper. You're my oldest, truest, and most loyal friend. And she, her face, oh boy, such good acting by oh, both of them. This is just carries the scene he takes his glasses off she looks to the side her mouth uh is just in this but then she's full of joy too then she sits down well 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 my goes, come on and she's so full of glee and joy that's very nice of you glad you said it she squeezes her shoulders uh with glee he goes i meant it couple old pals janet says Trying to figure out this world I built, uh, peas in a pod, one of which you got to marbleize me still because we don't have a solution. Come on, Michael. He shakes his head calmly now, slaps his thighs. Wait a second. There's got to be something else. Uh, you're an emotional, you're facing an emotional human problem. Let's talk to our most problematic human. And we zoom out from Eleanor's reaction. Holy cow. Eleanor basically says, uh, you're in love with Jason. That's what's causing the earthquakes. You were married once. Uh, he's with Tahani now. Oh, this is so much info. I cannot believe it. Uh, straight hottie. As far as Jason goes, uh, he, you know, he's, he doesn't, uh, so high five, they high five it. But she goes, this is a typical human problem, uh, breakup, and then your ex starts dating someone. So she goes, it, suck. it sucks. It's not worth all this drama. So you need to get drunk and go dancing. You'll forget about Jason. Can you get drunk? Yeah, if I stand by magnets, it messes me up a little bit. It's pretty loopy. Dye your hair. Listen to No Doubt. Uh, you'll be fine. And then, you know, find somebody else, uh, another dude, rebound. She goes, your options are limited. <laughs> Michael, no, that's a bad idea. She goes, yeah, you don't need to worry. You're awesome. You have all the knowledge in the universe. You're ripping. You can do anything. This is just a blip. Uh, Cut back to Michael and Janet. She says, yeah, that was helpful. helpful. Yeah, she she told me to go get a girl. Now I'm going to go get it. Uh, get what? Don't know. I'll get everything. And I'll be watching what I say around Jason and Tahani. Not, you know, just so she doesn't lie. I'm glad we're friends, Michael. Me too. Since we're friends, I can tell you that jacket does not look good on you. And he goes, oh, boy, thanks. Uh she goes, I'm going to go hang out in my void for a little while and spend some time solo. Anytime you need. 
She pops out. She pops back with Derek's back to us. Uh, he raises his hand. Rebound boyfriend Derek. Hi, I'm Derek. We realize Derek's a little goofy. Oh, okay. You must be Michael. Uh, I've heard a lot of talk of talk in my ear holes. Uh, Michael, Michael, Clyco, Clyco. He goes, Janet, you can't make a, a boyfriend. She goes, I did. He runs around uh, just acting silly. Derek, she made me. He's so nice. Uh, he can't. He doesn't even understand mirrors. That's uh, really great stuff. Uh, and she goes, yeah, this is my first time making somebody, so it might be a little bit off. Uh, yeah, it might not be. But, uh, so uh, maybe it wasn't possible 800 reboots ago, but now it is. Uh, Derek's blown away by it. Janet has a user manual. He goes, can you leave Janet? She goes, babe, go back to the void. I'll be there in a minute. Uh, miss you like crazy. Miss you more. Miss you more. Bye. She goes, what a dork. Am I right? Uh, but she's totally smitten. And the episode ends. And uh, we'll hop right into the next episode. Scoots will be here in a second with that one. Uh, thanks, everybody. All right, everybody. We're starting off uh, covering. Or I mean, we're. I'm starting off talking about Scoots. Just talked to you about uh, episode six, season two. Now I'm going to talk to you about season two, episode seven. How about that? Past and future Scoots working together so you could get the sleep you need. What almost as good a team as the Soul Squad. But as we'll see with this episode, the Soul Squad is not four. It's six or seven or or. Uh, is it one, two, three, four, five, six? If you count Mindy, it's seven, I guess. Uh, and if you count whoever I'm forgetting, maybe more. But uh, this one starts off with the last time on The Good Place. So I don't know if this was one of those longer season breaks where they split the season up because it's season two. You know, I covered uh, season three, then season one, then season four. That's just how we do it over here on Sleep With Me. But it picks up where we last left off after the last time on The Good Place. Derek says, Jason, I tried to catch it, but I'm not sure if I said 5, 10, 15, 22. But I could be wrong. I'll try to see in the um, the closed captioning what we could see. He also holds up a sign like Wiley Coyote, Hasher Dasher Sky in my void. Or stay in my void, our void, finish each other's Derek's in chapter 21. Tahani and Janet, Tahani is sad. She watches home alone, does not. Great news, reheat to Dewey. I have no idea, reheat to Dewey. Great news, reheat to Dewey. Home alone does not. Get it, reheat to Dewey. Pro, pro, private campsite, Jags duffel bag, Michael makes a, uh, like a, I don't know what that is, a squeal, a very, uh, one of those, like, a, oh, cute squeal? I don't know what I wrote. Eleanor watches the Cheaty in her video, not Cannonball Run 2, Cheaty. Oh, no, 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 no. Chidi shows up. She is, uh, oh, she's watching out one of those, uh, what is it? Cathode ray tube. Uh, not only is it cathode ray tube or cathode ray tube, 
Who are you calling cathode ray? I'm Ray Cathode, man. Ray Cathode. Uh, I don't know if Ray Cathode could do anything, but it'd be, a, you know, I'm in I'm a private eye. Ray Cathode, I'm on the case. In this case, the case of a combo TV VCR or a bundle, it's wand energy. Is wand something important? Energy, Michael rolls up. A weird energy, Chidi says. I'm feeling a weird energy between us. And there's a lot of comedy around ethics lesson. Michael says, we got a problem here, bud. Janet, hey there. I made him. Thank you. Good Bob. Good place again. Same place, Derek says. Goodbye. He says, good Bob. Hopefully we'll same place each other again. Uh, then we hop over to Holy Glamping Glass uh, Ranks. Oh, Glass Drinks. They have drinks and glasses. I think they're champagne, not flutes, but the champagne glasses. Twelve, two cabanas, croquet, five mallets in storage, plus one that Jason's holding. Whimsy and... Restraint is how, uh, why it's a perfect sport, according to Tahani. Kind of fun. Rung, Camplin, Tower. Oh, Champagne Tower. They do some really cool hitting with the, um, mallets. Then they hit a, like, they're, like Jason does the thing where it's like, okay, you just got to hit the ball. What if we just hit the ball as hard as we can? And, uh, Says, okay, then they hit the Champagne Tower, and they say, Thor, Derek is a problem. I think we hop back to Michael's discussion. Break up with Jay, we got to break up Jason and Tahani. Michael and Chidi, I didn't, I, I only noticed their outfits uh, are the same as last week's, because this is the episode continue, is a continuation of last week's episode. So it makes sense. And I mean, I also noticed it because they were saying, Michael, this, that jacket does not work for you, Janet said. But Cheaty's shirt does work for him. And I wouldn't say I have shirt envy. I'd say I just really think that the shirt looks good on Cheaty. Root, permiss- n- newt permissible, noise, uh, egghead, not permissible. Real bad place impacts. How does a real bad place impact ethics? We kind of talk about a little bit here. But in the end, this season is really strong, or so far, the theme that we see in the fourth season. And it, it's a good season to watch um, in post-2021 because it's all about uh, the power of friendship and kind of community is an extension of friendship, I think. But really, uh, you know, non, not always romantic, intimate, intimate friendship in a non-romantic way, I'd say. Moral strength in times of stress, that's also important. Cheaty, save, shout out, shout two, number five, will you marry me? I think Jason's wearing number five, will you marry me? Back to the brainstorm. Derek and Janet are no longer getting along. No, 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 not uh, forked. We're forked here. Uh, Jason and Tahani in another lovely garden. A walk and talk. Uh, 
Not on Earth. Okay. At the beach, Janet. She is monotone. Trying not to cry. Derek introducing himself to a tree. Purple. Oh, purple folder with gold tassels. That's the invitation to Jason and Tahani's wedding. Derek out. Janet out. Stop that wedding. Fine, but doctrine of double effect. Uh, Jason used to be married to Janet. Wink. Uh, Something's off. Uh, Beach Jason. Top hat, gold chain, black coat, brap, 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 uh, pew, pew. Swamp dweller, adjacent, oh, Janet, takes a deep breath, won't stop. Michael comes, do it, Michael something, Michael, how to do it, uh, Eleanor. Oh, Michael can't do it, that's right, Michael says, I can't do it, uh, so Eleanor says, okay, bad, bad news bear. I got bad news. She makes you a bad news bear. Uh, Derek intro, Janet, uh, something move. Uh, oh, Janet, something. Then uh, Tahani needs a tizzy couch. We go to an ad. Then we have a reboot face-off. Who's getting rebooted, Derek or J- Janet? Reboot all of us, Eleanor says. Covered up. No, not starting over. Don't forget about the doctrine of double effect. Which, if I was more intelligent, and this isn't like self deprecating, it's just the truth. Uh, I'd understand how the tail end of this, like, because obviously the doctrine of double effect is happening somewhere in this episode or by the end of it, or it happens after this episode. But I'm not on, you know, I'm not on Chidi's level there. So, um, and I'd say, hey, Chidi, could you help me with the difference between double effect and unintended consequences? And I'm sure he'd be able to teach us. They probably covered that. Wind chimes is what Derek has downstairs. Derek's rebooter is uh, much uh, rougher around the edges. It looks like a bit of refurb or something compared to Janet's. Uh, Janet and Eleanor talk alone, school crush, bad advice, real heartbreak, not skin, sit with feelings, mull it over, talk about it. If you need a friend, know I'm here. Uh, Janet and Derek, uh, they have a touching goodbye, (laughs) in more ways than one, I guess. Uh, Ready to do this, they make out because she has to reabsorb her energy, look away. Then Derek is uh, gets into a steamer trunk uh, to rest in his uh, sleep mode. Derek by Chidi Sai, Tahani and Jason in bed. Uh, Jason talks about his first kiss, which is hilarious. Jason apologizes. Jason has all... The lines, I mean, he does, because he he just has this great line at the end uh, to win uh, uh, Tahani over, or that Tahani finds irresistible, I'd say, or very amusing. Chidi and Eleanor, keep I'm keeping a secret, dude. Just tell me, or just tell us, uh, video, I love you, the, I love you video. Then Chidi and Eleanor have a very awkward convo. 
Michael shows up in the middle of it and he like, it's a kind of point where show not tell, even with like how Eleanor behaves, show not tell because, uh, she's actually in, she has like some emotional needs right now. And she puts those aside to be there for Michael. Cause Michael says, can I talk to you for a second? Being ethical is hard. Uh, and he says, how do you, would you, how do you do it? And she says, well, you should talk to Cheedy. And he goes, well, no, I'll talk to you. Cause like, uh, you'd always give up, but you, you don't give up here. And, uh, Eleanor says, uh, uh, I'm trying to do the right thing. I mean, think about how simple these, uh, this dialogue is and how powerful I'm trying to do the right thing. Thank you for helping me today. And Eleanor's very impressed, happy, just another great moment. And then Michael takes his tie off. He goes into his office and Sean is waiting in his office. And we would say, dun, dun, dun. But instead, we'll roll the tape here. Okay, so we're doing Gonna Miss You Like Crazy, Miss You More, Bye, Bye. Yeah, he could be a little bit off. This is Janet and Michael talking. You can't invent people. Eleanor told me to have a rebound. Couldn't find one, so I made one. Michael's just blinking. Derek's back. Oh, wait, let's see. Let's see how many times they say it in here. Okay. Janet says Jason. Derek groans. Derek says, Jason, one, two, four, five. That could be 10, then four more. So either 14 or nine, then four more. So that's 18 or plus three minus five. Uh, 18 plus three is 21. We might have to minus five out of there. So what do we have, uh, 18, uh, 21, or I just want to see what number I had. Oh, I had 22, so we're right around the same place. Cool. Okay, I love you now. No, no. Janet, no one could know about you. And what's your name? Derek, Derek Hostedler. Uh If anybody finds out about him, we're doomed. Keep him in your void. Our void now. They put, hold arms together. He loves his jumpsuit. Uh, we know everything. And we jump to the green screen, the good place, and chapter 21. Then we have this thing where they're watching Home Alone, but Tahani clearly doesn't get it. And I think they're eating dinner mints or popcorn. I can't tell. I don't know. And then they were trying to hide them. You know, Michael's trying to get them out of the way for a little while. Well, my skin went from radiant to merely dewy. That's what I was trying to figure out my handwriting. He's got a bag packed for each of them. I covered with Vicky. Just don't call Janet. She's still offline. Don't worry about it. Then we have the Eleanor Cheaty situation. Eleanor's watching it. She's definitely had a forlorn look on her face. Holy moly. My favorite movie. Cannonball Run 2. Yeah, I guess I'm selfish. Uh, give me another ethics lesson. That's when, okay, then Michael shows up. Holy cow, do we have a situation? How to, uh, you know, this is a ethical philosophy dilemma, big time. 
because Derek is, you know, a serious problem. If, if Vicky, you know, guaranteed bad news if the bad place finds out about Derek. What the fork is that? Derek Hostetler, P.I. And then Eleanor is kind of impressed, but she's like, you kind of did. Uh, and then she says, do you need a, a brother, like a Derek's, we want to date Derek's brother, Stone Cold, Steve Austin, and Tahani? And they say, okay, Janet, uh, we need to get, we need to hit, hit the road. Back to the void with both of you. Chidi's face is great. So then we're glamping. Talking rules of uh, croquet. Jason has his jumpsuits. This velour one that I love. Uh, maybe I could teach you a different game. It's called hit it as hard as you can in ever in any direction. He cranks it. Then Tahani cranks it. The croquet ball. Then they're making champagne towers, hitting balls. They're having fun is the main, most important thing. The rest of the Soul Squad is not. So they're going through the ethics of uh, dealing with Derek and how do we do it? And what are we, you know, how are we going to get through this? Well, together. I mean, no one says that, but. Well, if we can't get rid of Derek, we have to break up Jason and Tahani. And uh, he says, you're a messy bench. She says, ethically dicey. Here comes the egghead. Jason and Tahani are happy together. It's not permissible for us to ruin their happiness for our benefits. Can't keep a secret, huh? Well, that's ethical. You know, okay. okay. And then this is real ethical. He says, well, what if we go to the bad place? Uh, if, If Derek sends us to the bad place, all of us. And she just says, well, we can't go to the bad place if we behave badly, especially in times of stress. Uh, this is kind of a bummer. Then they're throwing guns. Oh, she makes, she calls Jason King Jason. She has one of those things uh, that Greeks put on their head or characters in Midsummer's Nights. I forget what they're called, though. You know, like Ivy or Olympians, I think. Uh, Talks about Leonard Skinner High, tugboats uh, in a junkyard, his first kiss at Chuck E. Cheese's. Chuck E. Cheese's, where a kid could be a kid. Uh, Tahani's kind of blown away, but she was never allowed to goof off, so never had a friend I could be myself around. I could be that friend. And then Jason says, oh, your husband. And he says, will you marry me? They do a slow zoom. And we jump back to Eleanor, Chidi, and Michael. Got to keep Derek under wraps. Uh, keep Janet happy. And then we realize that Janet and Derek are having relationship trouble. And don't embarrass me in front of my friends. They are your friends. I don't know these people. Uh, I'm out of here. Great, Derek. We're going to go back to our void. Wrong. My void. Oh, wow. Uh, I'll go somewhere else. Oh, and now he's gone. They both are. And we cut to an ad. Then we go to this garden scene. There's lily pads. There's, uh, you know, fronds, everything. Uh, why should we get married? Well, why on earth? Well, we're not on earth. Uh, we like each other. I'll be nice to you, I promise. Uh, Tony says, okay. But I got to plan a proper reception. You know, where are we going to sit, everybody? 
And Jason says, let's just get married at the beach. This is where the best super stuff happens. So many jokes in there. And I hope Janice back online. She is kind of, uh, everything okay? Yeah, oh, totally fine, fine. Totally fine. How can I help you? That's then, uh, Cheaty Michael and Eleanor find Derek in a tree, talking to a tree. This tree is my new house, Derek's house, no Janet. Janet shows up with the invitations uh, to the wedding. Jason Mendoza, Tahani Azamil. Uh, they're going to have a party after the wedding. Jason wrote the invitation. Derek and uh, uh, Derek and um, Janet are still having disagreements. Uh, they both vanish again. Things are falling apart. I understand the ethics, but we got to stop this wedding. She's stressed. Uh, by, you can see his face. Uh, fine, but uh, this is the doctrine of double effect. Uh, to remain ethical, we can't go in with the intention of you know doing harm. So. Ethically, we should tell everything, you know, Jan that Janet and Jason were married, wink, uh, even if it has a bad effect, yeah, no, wink, uh, we'll figure it out, we, you know, who doctrine a double effect, double, let's get out of here. Jason is uh, talking about doing his, uh, what do you call that, vows to Tahani. Uh, mostly it's uh, very touching, but it's you know, at times a little bit weird. Uh, then he goes, uh, does his thing. Tahani's like, I never guessed this. Uh, I have award-winning legs. You're a swamp dweller. Wizards if Mount Brushmore has butts. Uh, doesn't make any sense. Janet's size, metaphorically speaking. Uh, she makes a few more jokes. Uh, and she's still talking when they try to stop the wedding. Michael's in the lead. Eleanor's happy that it's a dramatic wedding breakup. Michael can't do it. I can't follow the rules and be ethical. Bad news bear. Eleanor says, uh, before all the reboots, Janet was married to Jason. She misses Jason. She's sad. In fact, uh, so sad she created Derek. Hello. Well, well, well. Jason Mendoza. This is uh, Janet's rebound boyfriend. Tahani needs a tizzy couch. Cut to commercial. Then we're having a reboot off. It was a little, little bit. Why don't you reboot all of us? Uh, this is a fluke. Uh, Chidi and I can forget any other stressful things. Personal bloopers. Uh, anything else I'm not ta telling Chidi. Where do we go? We're not starting over, Michael says. Uh, our only options are to reboot one of them. Nearly ne double effect. We can't do that to either one. And D D Derek says, why are you into Jason? Well, he's got a soul. And it's not about you, Derek. Uh, it's very confusing. It's a love. It doesn't make any sense. Uh, I know everything and it still doesn't make any sense. That's when Eleanor talks to her alone and says, yeah, I thought you just had a crush on Jason. I didn't realize it was like... Uh, real love that you were really in love with him and so i gave you bad advice you know real love means uh real heartache you, you have to slowly get over and she goes i don't experience the passing of time but uh you know 
You'll get through it, and if you need to tell, you should talk to somebody. If you need to, you could talk to me. Even though talking about feelings is the worst, uh, that's what Eleanor says. Uh, it's cool. I'm I'm here. And she nods. She takes a breath through her nose, smiles, and then she says goodbye to Derek. Uh, time for you to go away. I understand because you understand. This has been the best seven hours of my life. Uh, so you ready? Ready? And then they have to make out to reabsorb all of her energy and thoughts and emotions. Some pretty hot reabsorbing. And everybody hears wind chimes because that's what Derek has below. Then Derek goes and rests into sleep mode. Mommy girlfriend. And he goes, he's in power saver mode. Goodbye, Derek. Uh, are you worried you're going to glitch? I am understand. Now I have friends I can talk to about it. So I'm going to send him into the corner of my void. Bye. And we have Jason and Eleanor. Glad we didn't get married. Maybe we were rushing. Who's like the first person you kissed? A sexy mouse robot from Chuck E. Cheese? Never mind. Maybe we don't need to get to know each other any better. I don't even remember being married to Janet. Uh, sorry about that, Jason says. Still like you. Me too. Let's try to reabsorb some feelings. Uh, he's so, he's, yeah. Okay, then Eleanor's pacing, touching the back of her neck. She says, uh, I'm keeping a secret. And it's not even anything, you know, since she shows in the video, basically. And she says, she's, do you feel that way like you do in the video? And she just says, no, even though she was waiting, you know, because uh, I think she is feeling that way. How, she can't believe it because she says, I'm never decisive about anything. She goes, I get it. You know, I don't get that I'm into you, though, in the video. But uh, we don't really got to talk about it. I just wanted to say, you know, show you. But if you do have those feelings, you could tell me, you know what I'm saying? And he goes, yeah, I do, but I don't think I do. And she goes, don't worry about it, man. No, no, no. Don't worry about it at all. Uh, we're good. And he goes, I feel close to you. She goes, no, no, come on. Don't make it worse, please. Don't, let's not talk about it. Uh, then that's when Michael comes in. He wants to talk to Eleanor. That's where he at first is like, how do you get through this? Like, how do you keep trying? You know, when you fail, or how did you learn that in the in the after place? Because uh, you used to always give up. Uh, like, that's when the going got tough. That's what you used to do. Signature cell, shell strap. And he goes, I face, you face with the toughest challenges ever. And uh, you just kept on going. Why? He says, I don't know. Whenever I do something crappy on earth, uh, you know, I used to have that voice in the back of my head, but uh, after learning all this ethics, it's helping me not listen to that voice as much and have other choices. This is really the why you learn ethics or uh, mindfulness or empathy or compassion. At least I'm trying to do the right thing instead of the crappy thing. Uh, and I don't miss that voice. And that's where he says, thank you for helping me today. And she goes, wow, you just came here to chat. Uh, your old pal, Eleanor, very human-y. Stick with the program. You're learning a lot. You're starting to click. And Michael kind of smiles, and that's when he runs into Sean. And I guess we'll find out 
soon what uh, happened next. And, you know, you might already know, probably remember better than I do. Uh, Good night.